0: Good good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a Pen and Napkin Podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 74. And this week we are going to use analytics to anticipate your team's success. So this time of year, you start looking at your team, and we're all guilty of it, myself included. You start looking at your team. You start looking ahead to your schedule, and you start, you know, matching up wins and losses. And where can we get W's at, and, and where are we probably going to drop some games at? And you want, you know, we're, we're all curious to a, to a strong degree of what our ending record is going to be the following season. Well, I came up with a formula, and I looked at everything that was that was put out there, and I started. And I came up with a formula to to basically predict and anticipate. I don't hate to use the word predict, so I'm going to say anticipate your team's success. And it and it's turned out to be pretty doggone accurate. So every player that you plan on having. In your rotation next season, you give them a number. And I have a number assigned to them one through eight. So, one being the lowest, the eight being the highest number that a player could get. So, a one would be a contributing senior player. Basically, this is uh, the ceiling of this player is that they are a senior. Who by the time they're a senior, they're going to come off the bench and give you some time. Okay, number two is a senior starter, uh, a player that will start as a senior um, and and be a little bit elevated in that regard. A three is a contributing junior player. So if you have a player who's in the junior class who is coming off the bench, that's a good that's a good number to be at. That's a three there. A four is a junior starter if you have a now when I when I put these numbers out here let me go through the numbers first okay so four is a junior starter a five is a player who will contribute either as a freshman or a sophomore a six is a player who you believe in their career is going to be an all-conference player seven would be an all-region type of player and And eight would be an all-stater. Now, those numbers, one through eight, that is the, the way you rate that is not just on your team. But if you're going to be a good team, and I would qualify a good team as a team who wins two-thirds of their games or more. So if you had a team that was designed to win two-thirds of your games, this is where that player would fit in. You may have a player who's starting as a sophomore, who's a contributing sophomore, but if you win one game, are they really you know, a high quality player, that's that's hard to predict that. So if if you think of the best teams on your schedule, the teams that are going to win two thirds of their games or more and you take you take your player and you put them on that team and they say, okay, as a if they were on that team, if they were a sophomore, they would fit here. If they were a junior, they would fit here. I think if they were on this team, they would be an all conference player, that type of thing. So you go through your contributing players for next season schedule, and you give them a number 1 through 8. And then you add all that up, and you divide by the number of players that you have. Okay, So it's a pretty simple mathematical formula. It's a pretty simple analytical look at your team. And you average that out. So if you have a team that your average is between 0 and 2.5, that probably means you're going to win less than one-third of your games. You're going to win a third or less of your games. If your average comes out to between 2.5 and 3.5, you're probably going to win around half of your games, somewhere between a third and a half of your games. If you're between 3.5 and 4.5, you're going to win anywhere from one-half to two-thirds of your games. And then if your average is four-and-a-half or above, that probably means you're going to win two-thirds of your games, and you're going to have a chance to play in the state tournament. In In our system here in Nebraska, you've got a pretty doggone good chance. If you win two-thirds of your games, you've got a pretty good chance to be in the in the final sixteen game, the sub state type of game. Uh, de- again, depending on your uh, the number of teams in your class and strength of schedule and all that other stuff. But it's going to put you. It's going to give you a pretty accurate description of your team. I like this system, and, and I've and I've ran this math on most of the teams that I've coached in the past, and most of the time, that's where those numbers hit. That's exactly where those numbers hit, and lo and behold, that's where we were. That's where we were. That's where our win numbers ended up at, and it was a pretty accurate uh, predictor and anticipator of what our team was going to be like that season. So you have to be realistic in your. Again, you, the the key to this exercise is you have to be realistic about your team's abilities and your players abilities and you have to properly gauge your players and you say okay if I took Mary or I took Freddie and I put them on West High's team this would probably be their role West High is the best team in our conference they're probably going to win 20 games on our team this is what Mary or Freddie does but on West High's team this would be their role and this is about where they would be slotted at in their program and, again, I, I can't say enough. I've, I've, I've gone through and I've, I've ran the numbers. And it is, it is pretty doggone accurate as to uh, what you're going to have and what you're gonna, where your team is going to be at. So we spent a lot of time trying to figure out what our teams are going to be and, and how they're going to look. Now, again, there's a lot of variables that play into this as well. Uh, injuries, chemistry. What happens with the other teams? Do you have a season where you shoot it probably a little bit better than you thought you should have or shoot it worse than you thought you should have? I mean, there's, there's all these movable parts to this formula, but it's a pretty decent formula to start with, and that way it keeps your expectations realistic. You know, sometimes we, we try to see the sunny side of everything, and we want to do that. We're supposed to be optimistic because we're the leaders of our programs, but there also has to be an optimistic realism, uh, and we often anticipate that everything's going to go exactly as planned. Well, it rarely goes exactly as planned, and so this is, this is a way to realistically look at your squad, analytically uh, put some numbers in front of it, and it's a basic formula that can give you an idea of what you should anticipate going into your upcoming season. So coaches, I hope you've enjoyed Foundation Friday number 74 here, uh, using analytics to anticipate your team's success. I thought it was kind of a fun little exercise, especially with when most of us are done or close to being done with our summer activities. July, we turn it over to the AAU folks. So now we kind of have a pretty good idea based on what we've seen this summer and what we hope to see in the fall and the winter, where we're going to end up at next spring. Coaches, I hope you've enjoyed this take a look at a pen and a napkin.com. Go to the university programs. Uh, We're wrapping up uh, communication with your players this week. Next week, it's communication with administration and parents. And these are good topics to talk about. They are topics that we need to lean on amongst one another to help each other out. Coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.